coming up on Just Elders Podcast. If you say bitch a hoe on here, we're donating one dollar every time you cuss to the woman's organization of my choice. <laughs> you owe me a dollar. Let's go. We gotta be at our desk waiting for flowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured it was gonna suck. I mean it was good. Everybody was, was good except for Easter Ray. Issa Ray. Look, I would tell niggas, Easter Ray is like fifty cent. She's only good at playing herself. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Right. Young things be trying to holler at your boy, man. I said, ah, can't do it, can't do it, but I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> you can see through that. How often, it, how often do you go on dates? All the time. When the last date you went on? Don't put me on the spot. This is live. <laughs> this is live. You're trying to put me on the date. Y'all, you about to make me get back in the baby making game just to prove you wrong. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? But then I thought I was thinking like, since Valentine's Day is so important with these women, what if I ask women to take me out on Friday? And if your money ain't long and you can't pay for hers and yours, it just ain't trouble. That's when you become goddamn you Miami her to death. <laughs> <laughs> I tell women that's a good idea. But when you date yourself, double the price. Reggie, I don't know you, but I feel like you left a lot out there story. <laughs> <laughs> I know making the stallion and all that crazy going on out there, but that ain't really who these women are. That ain't really who these women want to be, man. They want to be loved and, 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 and cherished and, and treated good, man. It's not even that. I think it's a problem with us as black men properly planning. What does a black man have to say to the world? <coughs> ready? Born ready. Shadyville Entertainment. Bad Boy Collaboration. I love niggas. I love niggas. Cause niggas are me. And I should only love that which is me. Love the secrets. Go through changes. I love to see niggas shoot the shit. But this one thing about niggas, I do that now. To all my Brooklyn niggas. To all my uptown niggas, understand. To all my Bronx What's up, what's up, family? Thank you for tuning in to the greatest podcast on the airways, the Just Elders podcast. I am your host, and I'm super excited because I'm about to record the greatest episode I ever recorded. I say that every time, and I mean it every single time. I'm super excited. These are the greatest episodes. Today is officially the fifth version volume edition of the why black man why give it up <laughs> one of the most popular series on the just elder podcast because this is when brothers are completely 1000 percent honest transparent and real with our sisters the questions come directly from you the truth comes directly from us before we dive into that episode i got a couple of things i want to do Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to last week's episode. Everybody should pivot like ghosts. We appreciate you. Um, that was one of those just elders, man. That's fun. It's just me and Keith. We get on the mic, and we spit in that truth. Shout out to everybody that's in the middle of their pivot right now. I'm in the middle of mine. I hope you're doing good. I hope you're encouraged. 
I hope you remember those uh, five points, how to do it successfully. Make sure you tune into that. Uh, I want to give a, uh, another shout out to my Uncle James and my Aunt Evelyn. Rest in peace. Uh, they just passed away. There was a funeral yesterday. And um, you know what? It was good. Um, I always say um, death is bittersweet um, because in death there is life. Because a lot of times as a family, we don't make time to get together until life forces us to do that. And the main time that forces us to do that is during funerals. So I got to see my cousins, man. My sister came in from China, uh, her and her husband. Uh, <coughs> that coronavirus. I've <laughs> been telling my sister all week, don't touch me. <laughs> Shit. And look, y'all niggas better not cough. <laughs> uh, but now nah, they came in, man. Uh, seeing my uncles. Man, I got some real country pimps in my family, but it's with these suits and shit And then uh, I also want to give a very 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 big special shout out To my little cousin Raven Raven uh, she had a going away Party cause she's going to basic training Going to the army so Congratulations little cuz uh, It was funny Everybody was up there uh, they was like Give advice Like you know to encourage her As she leave and goes off to the army And my advice was like Don't do it <laughs> Don't go <laughs> But I'm happy for her I'm proud of her She's doing her thing um, And she's gonna be good um, Plus my um, And then another thing My New sister-in-law As of Saturday My brother getting married On Saturday It's about to be I ain't gonna lie This about to be The funnest wedding That has went down In the last Five years In our family bro I, I really believe it. It's about to be ghetto as hell but it's about to be fun as a motherfucker. When the bride and groom say they're going to take a shot after they do their vows. <laughs> you know this about to be some ghetto shit right here. <laughs> I'm talking about the weather about to be so ghetto. I'm not, I'm not bringing, I'm not bringing a, um, a guest. <laughs> this family business. <laughs> we the only ones that need to see this shit. Um... But I'm super excited about it. Jasmine's in the military, and she gave my little cousin some advice. So it was cool seeing her come inside the family fold and giving, uh, bringing value. Um, other than that, uh, Keith, man, what's up, man? How you feeling? How was your weekend? You already know, man. Uh, Took the babies to uh, Montgomery. I wouldn't ever go. Nah, not the babies. These grown ass kids, man. These <laughs> like <laughs> nah, nah, hell no. Nah. These ain't all damn babies. I got real babies. These some damn kids. Um, we took damn. them to Montgomery. <laughs> but Nigga made was, mean ass chaperone. <laughs> no, I'm saying it was cool. It was just uh, it was a great experience. We went down to the memorial uh, lynching, the lynching museum. museum and memorial pavilion. Uh, that. Right, I I got to go back, man. That, that's pretty um, pre- pretty inspiring. Like, and then the fact that it's only been two years old. I mean, the whole city of Montgomery, it's like they went in there and revolutionized it. They put slave posts. Like, if you walk by an old area and they used to sell slaves there, it's a reminder. Like, slaves were sold here. Like, that's and, crazy. And, and the whole energy of just white folks after the experience is like, it's like the first time they kind of actually see themselves. And, well, yeah, because you know how most of the time white people just cut in front of you. They they do little shit that kind of make you seem like, hey, you don't see me? Right, right. And there, 
Hell no, that motherfucker about all the way around your head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not want to. You know, I wonder how many like on site slappings happen at that museum. Like, well, slap the shit I, out I, on these white I, folks. I, I think that because I can see that happening if a white person doesn't get it. But from my experience, all the white people got it. You know what I mean? Like, it, so. it was it was pretty dope. Um, then you know it's Valentine's weekend, so you know whoop de whoop, whoop de whoop. Saw the photograph. What? Yeah. <laughs> that nigga see this shit open at night. <laughs> Date night. Not, get that shit out the way. <laughs> Date night. That's, I just went so I didn't get fined. You know, that's one of the movies that. That shit sucked, though. Yeah, I figured it was going to suck. I mean, it was good. Everybody, Issa, was, good. Everybody t- was good except for Issa Rae. Except Issa Rae. Look, I was telling niggas, Issa Rae is like 50 Cent. She's only good at playing herself. <laughs> like straight it's up. like like if she's not playing Issa D, you do not want to see Issa Rae, bro. Like that's up. just the it is what it is. Fifty Cent is trash. Now who like as Kanan? Because I really believe Kanan is based off a real character. Fifty Cent. That's fifty. That's fifty. Like that's why he plays it so good. Yeah, but it was, it was straight. Um, cinematography was cool. It was not no Love Jones, but it, it was it was real uh, pretty cool black movie. Um, and whoever the damn mama was, whoever played the mama of that. That showed it, man. Fine. What? She's gonna be a new leading lady. I'm talking right? about my Valentine's Day later on. Yeah, yeah, bring that up. Um, <laughs> but um, we had some reviews like last week. We talked about this. Now y'all didn't give no reviews, so we had to get, go in. But uh, we have about three this week. So appreciate, we it. We appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. You said we know. Y'all know that we not crazy. Y'all actually rocking with us. Exactly. So what exactly. reviews we got? So we got uh, first. <clears throat> Cayente with the, with the uh with the fire emoji. Cayente. This came from they call him Enrique. Our <laughs> in-house <laughs> resident Panamanian. <laughs> Panamanian. That's my Afro Latino, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, about something about it. <laughs> Muchacho. Um, it says shout out to E and Keith. Love the intro structure. It sets the tone for the episode. Overall, good topics and production to many more episodes. I like that. I like that. I like that. Nice, that's, nice, that's a good. That's Appreciate a good you, Enrique. We know you, you know you don't waste your time. Exactly. So the fact exactly. that you did it, that's a big deal. Shout out, shout out. Another girl dad. Okay. Girl dad. Oh yeah, he another is girl, girl dad. dad. Girl dad. Um another another one from Digital Sleep. It says all the makings of greatness. I have come to really enjoy this podcast. It just keeps getting better. And better I really appreciate The great topics I also appreciate The family atmosphere I can't wait to Be able to listen To these guys On the radio Yeah I'm speaking it Into existence Alright Radio come on, come on Come on We'll take that back We'll take that We'll take that We'll take that back uh, Last one <laughs> Y'all Y'all remember um, Episode What episode number was that You better make that email This was 16 I think it was 16 and 17 It was after Yeah I think it was sixteen, but no, it was it was fifteen. It was episode fifteen because, um, uh, sixteen was the Why Black Man Why number four. Yeah, volume four. So this he, came we from, had his wife. He had her husband on. Had her husband on. Yeah. So this one is from the original uh, Miss Make That Email, Miss Ronnie. Miss <laughs> Ronnie, shout out, shout out. Uh, she put the goat of shooting your shot shooting with men. Shot man. She, <laughs> she shot a shot and got a husband. That that's the uh <laughs> that's the shot shooter. Uh she put love, love, love. Appreciated the candor of all the men on the show last week. I felt like I was hiding behind the couch eating popcorn, overhearing shit not intended for me. But most vulnerable uh but most of all I love the vulnerability of Greg and what he shared. My heart goes out to him. 
Keep doing your thing, Eldridge. <laughs> You're inspiring. I, I ain't mean to laugh, but hey. man, that that footballology episode. But I was live there. No, people. no. See, that wasn't even that one. That was the uh, um. Damn, what what did we title that episode? That shit wasn't footballology. That was that, the that was that was footballology. No, that wasn't footballology. That was uh. Now I gotta pull this shit up. Um, that one was um. Me and my best friend. <laughs> my new best friend Black love The good, the bad oh, And yeah, the toxic love, bit, Yeah so, You know what Maybe because I think The footballers You kind of set it up Yeah the football It was an alley hoop It definitely was an alley hoop episode So for those that yeah. don't know Go back Listen to episode 28 Probably the juiciest episode We've ever recorded um, Black love The good, bad, the toxic It's where I be transparent About my relationship My ex relationship And I actually brought on My ex's husband Who she left me for Damn <laughs> She ain't leave me for him, but like, <laughs> she ain't leave you for him, man. Just listen, listen to the uh, listen, listen to, the episode, to it, man. man. I mean, we had a real conversation, but it's funny because you know, you know how folk do. So folk been sending me her responses to the uh, <laughs> her responses to it, and it's cool how she be playing it off. She was like, oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is something I should you shouldn't be saying. You know, I be trying to censor you on this thing. Oh uh, no, no, it's not like I say. Like it was just like it, she just started like quoting scripture, like although the enemy come together against you, <laughs> they will destroy themselves. Next topic. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, you look crazy. So, um, let's get right into this episode, man. I'm excited about it. Why black man? Why it was an accident, man? Um, it was just something we were gonna do one off. But the conversation was so good, and the sisters really enjoyed it. I just want to keep bringing it back for y'all. So the first person I want to bring to the mic, he's the originator of the Why Black Man Why. Uh, my good friend, my big brother, my travel partner. One of the most impressive girl dads I know. Y'all give it up for Mr. Gerald, man. Big G. Yeah, man, what's going on, man? A.K.A. Mr. Dobell. The real, the one and only, the one and only. I ring your doorbell. <laughs> look, I fit, buy look, you I, about to say, I ring <laughs> your doorbell. This nigga will buy it and install it. <laughs> look, I ain't gonna lie. After listening to that podcast, if I was a woman, I heard that I would break my doorbell just to see if you really like me. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I'm the original. I'm the blue collar brother, man. You know what I mean. <laughs> man, hey, I appreciate you being on here. I always bring Jared on because this is a lover of love. Absolutely. This is a true father, you know what I'm saying? Single brother, man, just real smooth, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like when women be like describing the man they want, they be pulling directly from Gerald's profile. And be looking at you and trying to <laughs> 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 <It's>, <laughs> so, so It definitely ain't me, man. The next person I want to bring to the mic, very excited to have him back because he is the first Episode of the Jess Eldridge Podcast Mr. One Taco Probably one of our number one listen shows Ever created I want y'all to give it up For my big brother, my friend Mr. Derek, what up baby? What's up, what's up y'all, how y'all doing? Derek to this day Has the best review of the podcast <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I show people reviews I always skip to his bro he said, we are the Popeye's chicken sandwich of podcasting. Nigga, you got to have this shit. You got to have it. But And then he said it in the height of Popeye's, not where it is now, where there's no lines. Only thing niggas getting that shit no more. 
Next person I want to bring on Mike. Um, man, I'm a social butterfly. I'm a very loquacious brother. And I'm a uh, heckler at, at events. <laughs> so last night, uh, I was um, coming back from Monroe, and I forgot my homegirl Lex invited me out to a podcast. Keith about to edit it out. <laughs> He was doing a live show. He was doing a live show in Atlanta. And I said, I'm going to go check it out. I always want to check out other people's live shows compared to my live show. Because I felt my live show was fire as fuck. <laughs> so I go to his. Uh, it's packed out. One thing I admit it. He, he had them, he had them goddamn birds in the building. <laughs> he, he had them birds in the building. I ain't going to lie about that. But they be giving horrible advice on this podcast. Like, they be some real horrible advice. And I'm in the crowd. Going in And it's this dude Standing beside me And we just became friends He just kept laughing At my shit So like We became friends After it Then I was like Bro The advice from Fuck boy is cool But I'm the hottest thing Smoking on this mic Bro Come fuck with me So I got there And showed him the podcast And then I was like Shit he in town You from out of town right Yeah I'm, I'm bringing him on So look Ladies and gentlemen Give it up to my new stranger Boy I don't know how His political views Or what the fuck He gonna talk about I just <laughs> met him last night so we might edit his whole ass out the episode. Give it up to Reggie, God. <laughs> Give it up. What's going on, everybody? Um, I'm not a Trump supporter, um, but uh, I just want to say I'm just joking. I'm about to say, nigga, you talk like that for real. I'm about to say, get this motherfucker off the mic. <laughs> nah, what's good, y'all? What's good? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm Reggie. I'm from something South Carolina, living in Orlando right now as we speak. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, uh, appreciate you for coming on, man. What made you come on the Just Says podcast, bro? Like, honestly, I went to the well. I went to the um, podcast just to see this man. It's like, that's my favorite comedian. And then out of nowhere, I just hear this heckler right beside me. <laughs> All these women around here is not feeling this dude. I was like, this motherfucker speaking the truth though. And so, um, shit, we just kept fucking with me. Y'all let my homegirl, and we just went out. He dropped us off over at Mangoes and invited me on. I said, fuck yeah, man, I got you. I'll be there I'm a nice guy <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I definitely wasn't looking for that These niggas gonna rob me I did, <laughs> I did get their ass robbed man But we wanna get into the conversation Before uh, we move on Two people I do uh, Honorable mention My live studio audience Contributors to the show Armand The young hurt one <laughs> Yo yo <laughs> yeah. All my scoring brother stand up <laughs> 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 and last but not least, man, my black man lab brother. Been waiting to get him on for a while. Xavier, say what's up to the people. Power, power, black power. Okay, okay. Hotel representation in the building. Let's get it. Let's get it. Look, y'all, I want to do it different. We do the why black man why all the time. Tip, but this week, uh, sisters like wanted to actually ask y'all the questions personally. So y'all can hear how they feeling. You know what I'm saying? And what's in there. Y'all can hear it Cause sometimes when I read it It don't translate All the way how they saying it So I want y'all to hear it from them um, Everybody Anybody got any interesting Valentine's Day stories Before we get started How was your Valentine's Day Jerry? Oh man it was all good man You know send out some flowers Say hello You know what I mean I ain't really do nothing special man Cause I'm a 365 day of your lover man One day Don't you know Define who I am. Hey, you know what I mean? That's, shit. that's that smooth player stuff. That nigga said send out some flowers. How much you spend on flowers? If you had to estimate, get in the mic, get in the mic. If you had to estimate, uh, I mean, about five. 
you know, a uh, couple hundred dollars, man. You know what I mean? Couple hundred. Yeah, you know. Right. What about you? Uh, I did have an interesting Valentine's Day because I got into like a little social experiment that I put myself up to. Saw online where <clears throat> one of these influencers was asking the women to uh, text the last dude they had sex with and just say, uh, will you take me out on Friday? Don't even mention this Valentine's Day. Just say, take me out on Friday. Because their dudes know when the Valentine's Day is. Right. And we... It's pressure. He, right. Yeah, it's pressure. <laughs> so he was like, and then uh, send me the uh, responses. So you saw all types of curves and everything. So I felt better about myself. But then I thought I was thinking like, since Valentine's Day is so important with these women, what if I ask women to take me out on Friday? And you would think, I thought the response I was going to get was like, boy, get the fuck out of here. Or bye, Derek. Stop playing or whatever. Man, I went four for four. We're shooting my shot on taking me out for Valentine's Day. So I just want to say, fellas, black men, you got power out here. You are kings. Don't forget that. You are the prize. Let them take you out on Valentine's Day. Shoot your shot we the prize. on Valentine's Day. And you'll be surprised, man. We the prize. I had to turn down dates on Valentine's Day to treat me. One girl was like, uh, I would. Yeah, the first one was like, yeah, I'll take you out. But uh, I'm kind of broke right now. Maybe one of my taxes get in. But I got a Valentine's Day rain check. So I'm going to just push that forward to March, April. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God! So you saying Alicia Keys influenced a lot of women to be? I don't know what it is, Alicia Key, whatever it is. I like it. Just don't be blind to it. Hey, look, I ain't gonna lie. Um, I say that all the time. Like, I will accept the date from a woman. I let her take me out. I mean, I just feel like brothers don't do it enough. I feel like Valentine's Day has become a one-sided holiday. And that's the issue It's supposed like. to be a holiday for lovers But it turns out to be a holiday for women What was interesting too I, I escalated Because I tried to back out of it Because I was expecting a lot of no's So then I was just like uh, Okay well what about Okay Savannah What time I need to be ready And it was just like You driving oh, I'm like oh shit I guess <laughs> I guess we going to Savannah And then it turned to What about Alabama or Tennessee Or someplace we ain't never been before So I'm like Damn they getting flewed out myself So I'll take it so I'll, 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 I'll take go, it I'm going to go it's, right to the first question then on the system. It's definitely one sided though, bro. It is one sided. That's why I don't even that's I can't recall getting a lot of times they get And that's messed up. This is a good guy. To the bounds of history. The Egyptian times. Stand the mic, stand you know, the Egyptian times to to figure out when I received a Valentine's Day gift. I was just thinking that as you said that. Wow. Yep. But it's, 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 it's one-sided because brothers allow it to be one-sided, too. Y'all got to put that same pressure. Like, we got to be at our desk waiting for flowers. Like, we got to put, I mean, not, maybe not flower, but a case of beer. Like, oh, a case of beer was sent to your, your like, it got to be something. Like, we, we, we not demanding more for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And brothers got to shit together, and they ain't doing that. But yeah, You can pay for my haircut if you want to. See, I'll take that. Gift card from the barber. Let's go. First question. Why is it easier to get a root canal than to get a black man to take a black woman out on a date without him thinking that she's trying to get over or that she's a gold digger or whatever? Okay. Why is it so hard? For a black man to take a black woman out 
on a date. Xavier got something to say on a date <laughs> without seeing like she's trying to be taken advantage of. What you got to say about that, Xavier? Answer the sister question, man. This nigga here was shaking so hard. I mean, come I to mean, the mic. Come to the mic. I mean, we gotta we gotta say that for a fact. Give me give give that back because I have so much going on in my head. That's it, it's it's ridiculous. All right, all right. One more time. Why is it easier to get a root canal than to get a black man to take a black woman out on a date without him thinking that she's trying to get over or that she's a gold digger or whatever? I want to make I want to pay close attention to the commentary at the front at the beginning of it, (laughs) at the very beginning of it. It's easier to get a root canal than it is for a black man to take someone on a date without feeling like the woman is a gold digger. Speak black man. Man. All right. Let, let's let's talk about that real quick. So is it is it that we are looking at you as a gold digger? We're taking you out on a date. So how are we looking at you as a gold digger? I don't think that's the that's the case in that particular instance right there. Now, are you looking for something? It sounds like you're looking for something to me. That's just my personal opinion. It sounds like you really at something, you want something, and now you want to use this to euphemize what your real intentions are. We can see through that. How, often, it, how often do you go on dates? All the time. When the last date you went on? Don't put me on the spot. This is live. <laughs> this is live. You're trying to put me on the date. Trying to put me on the date. Let me, Put me on the spot, all right? But about two weeks ago, uh, uh, two urban licks. Yeah, about two weeks ago, two urban licks. All right, all right. What, what, what y'all want to say about that? What y'all want to say about the sister? She says it's hard. I'll say this. <clears throat> it's interesting that she says that. Because um, from my perspective, it may not necessarily be that men are thinking women are gold diggers. We're probably dating mostly the average woman is the average woman. The thing is, since the man is the one with the onus to initiate, to plan, to execute all the dates. Uh, reasonably speaking, not all dates end in something. You shouldn't have the expectation that every date that you end up ends up in marriage. So you go on a date with you, it may turn into two dates, three dates, we realize we're not compatible. Now I got to go with another one. So it may not necessarily, you got to be real intentional because these dates add up. Now they do. They, they add up. They so do. I say this, um, and women always be like, you need to settle your ass down that way you won't be out here spending all this money chasing all these different women. But then you get in a relationship with them and it's like, well, you don't do the same thing we used to do to get me <laughs> or whatever. I'm like, Heifer, I settled down with you the same money. <laughs> and now you want me to go back out and treat you the root and everything. You told me this was a good deal for me to settle down so I can sit my ass down. I'll say one more thing. Women also do a lot of things where they be like, I'm just dating myself. You see them posts like, I'm dating myself, I'm dating myself. I tell women that's a good idea. But when you date yourself, double the price. When you go out and treat yourself to a meal, buy an, uh, an, exi- uh, an, uh, an invisible one for the man who that would be. And then you get closer to the idea of what it is to date. To date yourself. Yeah, to date yourself is nothing. You taking yourself out to get your nails done, but you got to do pay twice on everything that you do and add some gas and stuff and some outfits for that because that's what we got to do. That's my thoughts on it. So it's not necessarily oh thinking that y'all are gold diggers, but it's hard out here. Correct. <laughs> so five nine gold diggers is the same price as one gold digger, and we don't know who's who. So yeah, it's just 
Five nine though, diggers. Alright, everybody want no forty. Alright, Jerry. What's up, man? What's up? Is it hard for you, Jerry? You a lover of love, man. Yeah, so. I'm a lover of love, and I kind of recognize a gold digger from a mile away. Thank you know what I mean? Because you know what I mean. You know, she be dropping her light bill in your car. I ain't, I ain't humming and bumming. You know what I mean? Lending and spending. I, you know, I lend and spend a little bit, man. But I'm not interested in a gold digger, man. I can pretty much recognize them a mile away. And so I don't really have a problem, you know, that problem, man. Cause, you know, I, I'm more of a, when I see one of them chicks that, you know, she got a million dollar purse and, and, and the hair and there, all that right there. I no, mean, that's cool. And, and, you know, it, it's going to cost me too much to keep that up. You know what I mean? So, you know, you, you got to prove to me that you can keep your own thing up. So, so I don't even really recognize a gold digger. So the sister that sent this, I can tell y'all she's not a gold digger. I can tell y'all she not go digger. I know it. Um, what can y'all give her advice on how, she look. how to go about getting a dick? <laughs> how about going? How to go about getting? Obviously, a date, it's uh, hard. Not just her. Obviously, it's a lot of women. I hear a lot of women complaining about the dating deficit. It, it's surprising to me because I see uh, women post. Uh, When's the last time you've been on date? And they talking about they can't remember. And I'm just like, that is yeah, crazy. Yeah, that is. Like, I also do be feeling yourself. like women be lying though, but. That's another thing. I do feel like women, women be lying. It's like, yeah, Eldridge, when the last time you went on a date? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what? yeah. Speaking person for me, I like I like taking on I like going on dates. Everybody I like planning. Like dates. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I, what are some advice? I don't know. I'm a pass. I'm gonna like, think bro, about that. Like, I went on my first date in like three and a half years, three weeks ago. Man, what's happening, bro? I'm just chilling, man. Oh my bad. I'm just chilling, man. Um. I like my peace and I protect it at all costs. So sometimes, if it okay. means cutting out women, cutting out everybody else, that's cool. Because I'll, I'll say, well, you sound like a good shareable article. One thing that he said, <laughs> <laughs> I like my peace. <laughs> <laughs> to, to go, <laughs> I would just say to, to go with it. Like last night, because I was at the event that they were talking about too. They were I, talking about. I, I ain't like, yeah, a little baddie with you though. Yeah, hey, yeah. options. They got the date. She got the date. So I mean, hey, dates I, I, I had to be I, I, got if I, I, you act right. I ain't gonna lie. She, hey, she a little, 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 little fine little thing, classy. You know what I'm saying? Real classy, uh -huh. like covered. But she a little bad. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, I. <laughs> but they was talking about how um, kind of like dating within your budget or whatever. Oh, yeah. So they was talking dating, about dating within your rage. Correct. Your, so they was like, rage. so the men were like, well, how do we tell who's in our range? And they, the lady was like, well, if you see a lady with like a nice expensive bag, then don't try to approach her or whatever. So it's like y'all put the veneer out of these barriers that say that let men know like this is my status. Like I don't know the sister who uh, did the question. I don't know how she presents herself. You know, know it better. But their sort of excuse was, if I got on these nice shoes or I'm wearing this nice bag, and if you can't upkeep this, then stay away from me. But then on the back end, they'd be like, well, I can't find no dates. So do you want men to be intuitive about what they see? Or do you want us to shoot our shot, even if it's out of our lanes? Because if we do that, then later on, they're going to be like, well, you knew I was this or that. You should you should have known to keep up. So, I mean, again. That nigga sound like a dating activist, bro. <laughs> like, 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 my nigga is fighting for the people over here. What you got to say, young hurt one? <laughs> it's not my place to upkeep that shit. I got my own Louis shoes I want to buy. Why should I have to do that? Like, I deserve the type of affection and love that don't require me spending no goddamn money first. I'm tired of that. Like, 
I should not. I mean, I'm cool with you know taking you on a date or 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 just whatever it takes to you know for us to get comfortable amongst each other. You know, bitches always. Oh, excuse me, I can't say that word. <laughs> First, I have. Let me just say this. I have. I have personally on this podcast exhausted my bitch and hoe budget. So we cannot say that word until the month of March. So there is no bitch and hoe on this podcast for the whole month. And if you you say bitch and hoe on here, we're donating $1 every time you cuss to the woman's organization of my choice. You owe me a dollar. Let's go. Yes, sir. Um, I almost forgot where I was going. You weren't saying shit anyway. You just said <laughs> you just hurt. So look, all right. So the answer. Let me answer the sister question because she says it is harder to get a root canal than a date. I'm gonna be just real. About to say that, huh? That's what I was about to get at. The fact that you compared that to a root canal, like that shit is not cheap. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all. Second of all, I'm I don't I don't get women's logic when you compare like even black men specifically to something that's so fucking outrageous like a root canal. Like that's like the last resort before anything else before we even start talking about dating. So if I take you out on a date, like whatever energy you give me, I'm gonna basically just give it back in exchange, man. Like if you come off as I want you to buy me this. I want you to buy me that. First of all, the, third, the first thing I'm going to ask you is, what the fuck was you doing before you met me? Mm. Damn. And, and whatever you were doing, go ahead and keep doing it because I ain't with that shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, but look, like, what, I, what I want y'all to do is like what women do when they come on here. Women be flexing. Like, come on. I mean, let's just be real. There is women that we do be buying shit for. We do be going on dates. Why do we do it for that woman? Let's just let's give this woman some real advice. Let's not act like we not paying for nothing. Like, like her. Huh? yeah, like, but why did you like Can it? I is it because she bad? Is it because you know you gonna hit? For me, a lot of times the the goal is not clear enough for me. The goal can't be like, oh, I'm taking you out because I want to get in a relationship for marriage. Like, it has to be a clear goal. Like, I went out with some sisters, like, because they were actually fucking funny and it was cool to hang with them. Like, cool ass jazz, I've never done anything with her sexually or anything. But she's just a funny woman and it's just cool. Like, like where, why are you going out with the women if it's not? And then sometimes, let's just be real, I'm trying to hit. Let's just be real Like like Let's be real with these So why do you go out on date What I'll, makes you take a woman out I'll be real with you Would you see man on a date on a woman How those women got the date They showed up I get stood up I get tossed around with the Talking and texting for weeks And then when I finally hit up something All of a sudden y'all go ghost Like I run across the experience where Women say they want dates And then I approach them for the dates and it's all good when you get the intention. And then when I want to get you down in a private situation, now all of a sudden you you want to keep it at arm's length or whatever. So the women that you see men on dates with, they are open to it and they show up. So I don't know if that's part of it. That might just be a personal issue with me. But I know some of these women say they want dates, but are you opening? Like even in, in her message, the root canal, Tana, the energy was sort of like a little bit bitter. Or like these men, where y'all at? Come on, come get me. What kind of energy are you giving off? Come get me. And, I, 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 and again, I don't know the system. Uh, thank you for the question. But you got to be open a little bit to men's 
pursuits or whatever and just don't dismiss them as oh this nigga dusty or whatever so you need to be open all right well the question is the women you do take on dates why how how do they get the dates and why do you take them on that's the question and we about to move on all right so so the women that i do take on dates how do they get it that's because they're open-minded to it they want to do it all right some of the other women around here they don't even want to go on dates they they choose the option of not going on dates thus it has made it easier for us as men to get into that private situation like my brother said um and and do the things that we want to do to women that we don't even take on dates so it complicates that whole thing about talking about dates now again the women have to be open-minded to do it there's a lot of women out here that literally say they don't want to go on a date but then they'll turn around and get caught up in a rough situation with somebody else that's because you were scared of the shivery that i tried to give but you wanted to go to johnny over here that did you wrong and now all of a sudden you're having an epiphany and now you want to start dating i also i also think is i think women do the same thing men do i mean mean, we all got somebody right now we could go on like so they want to go on a date we want to fuck right all right we all got somebody we can fuck right now do we want to fuck them (laughs) <laughs> like we don't want to fuck them, right? Just like they all got somebody they could date right now, but do you really want to date that you guy? Put them in a basket and you slide them. Exactly, like, he probably not put fun. Them the, he put probably on the shelf for later. Yeah, later, like breaking yeah. case. I think that's another thing. I, I do feel like there's somebody out there for everybody. You might not want that person. It's almost like when you're hungry. You're like, man, I'm hungry, man. With some something in the food in the refrigerator. I don't want that. I'm like, I'm like, nigga, you ain't really hungry, then. You ain't really hungry. So, so last thing for the blue collar brother, five moves to the next one. Uh, what makes you? Yeah, yeah, I'm like a serial dater, but, but on the friend, uh, on, on on the thing, like, um, hey, what's happening? What you doing? Let's meet up at so and so and so and so. Boom, boom, boom. We go down and have a couple of drinks, and you know, kick it that kind of way. Doesn't matter. Then I have some that if it's like a real nice place that we gonna have to go to like a um, a gala or something like that i got something for that right there i need you, you know get I, mean? I need you get your ticket from me anyway. yeah yeah okay ain't no problem and um, um <laughs> yeah ain't no problem but uh but yeah you know what i mean i'm so i go out quite often i date quite often you know what i mean i but this is more meetup kind of things you know what i mean right. and i get stuck in the friend zone a lot with chicks that i really probably want to you know do something with right. or, or have some future with or whatever but that's all a process of me getting to know them. i stick them in the friend zone so i can get a better understanding of who they are for possible future you know activity because if you just come at them straight up with relationship you don't get the real person you know what i mean right. you get somebody trying to act like the real person so you stick them in the friend zone you can see if they bills paid up if they car raggedy if they ex dude trying to get in uh, you know all, <laughs> of, all the stuff that <laughs> all the shit. With them, you know I, what i mean i, I, I just explain I, I, I the turtle I, method bro yeah i don't yeah the, he, he called it turtle method i call it the crop pot put him in the crop pot let that thing settle. You know, cook real good. It's real savory. I uh, don't believe in the friend zone, though. I don't either. Yeah, I don't believe in the friend zone. Like, and if it, if it does exist, you put yourself in there and yeah, keep true. yourself in there. Yeah, I, well, yeah, yeah. I just feel like, yeah, somebody always lying. <laughs> like somebody, like oh, we just friends. One of y'all lying. <laughs> One of y'all more. And I don't believe in fuck buddies either. One of y'all lying. <laughs> somebody want more. Oh, Some yeah. somebody want more. I got a story behind they, that. They just agree, they just agreeing to it. So like it's just like miss. Who got a, you said you got a story? I got a quick story behind. All right, that. quick story. What you got? So I'm a freshman in college. 
And I went into college. I lost my virginity just before I got this. So I lost my virginity at 18. So I was fucking this girl. I wish she I would have did that. She had a horrible. <laughs> everybody was talking shit about this girl, about how good her dick sucking skills was. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't care. So I'm fucking that. We fucking for like the whole semester. She wanted more. And she told me that. And I told her, I don't want that. Like, I want to be single, especially my first year in college. Christmas break come around. We out for two weeks. Ain't seen her. I ain't fucking none of that. Come back. Thought everything was going to pick up where it left off. Said no. And I started catching feelings. Mm. And I was like, definitely can't do this shit no more, bro. And people don't realize when you fucking somebody, man, you're giving somebody your energy. So it's mm-hmm. like they got a piece of you to take back. Reggie, I don't know you. But I feel like you left a lot out there story. <laughs> <laughs> I said quick, bro. Look, my nigga fell in love with that thing. Like, it be like that, man. That shit was a blessing and a curse. He, he left out all the stalking he did. Of him. <laughs> exactly. No women love details, but if y'all want to know, just follow on my IG. Exactly. <laughs> all right, let's go to the next question. Next question. Why don't single black men travel to other countries? Like, do you even have a passport? Um, don't you want to see how other people live? Um, and don't you know that there's so many single women who are traveling? It's just like, so yeah, what's up with that? So... I, I'm be real. It was a good question, just the wrong group. Cause there's some, there's some traveling Negroes in this room. You know what I'm saying? It's a good question, just the wrong group. But it's for a couple of reasons. So number one reason black men don't travel: child support. Thanks. Child support will lock down your passport. You cannot get a passport if you um back child support. So, huh? Three thousand something in arrears. Three thousand more. Yeah, three thousand real. You cannot travel, which is bullshit. In my opinion, felonies. felonies. You cannot travel with a pass. You cannot get a tra- passport with a felony, huh? I think felonies and child support. Wait, wait, are we, wait, are we really on this podcast for more than felonies and child support or why black men aren't traveling? Yeah. Yeah. No, this, this is this is facts. Yeah. This, yeah. Like, yeah. like, 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 nigga, it's like it's like fifty. It's like fifty niggas in these groups every goddamn week on child support in the super arrears that can't get passports. Yeah. Straight up, well, Felon, felons. Can't vote, can't get passports. You know how to do niggas in the prison system, and you get locked up for not paying your child support. So some of them niggas got double whammies. Yeah, mm. like that's some real shit. So you got that. The other reason, the other reason, cash don't travel. Depending on the chick you with, you want to travel. There's two ways you travel. You can either travel with your boys, and depending on who your what type of doors you with. They ain't traveling like that, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you ain't if you come around some straight street niggas, you know what I'm saying? They ain't traveling like that. And then or you traveling with a shorty. And if your money ain't long and you can't pay for hers and yours, you just ain't traveling. That's when you become goddamn you Miami heard of death. <laughs> right. <laughs> you you Miami heard of fucking death. <laughs> like like we, Southwest or want to get a Wayfair, $59. Exactly. So Oh, right. so, 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 hell yes <laughs> Hold on baby You never see all 50 states <laughs> <laughs> so, so like So it's I, I mean I think those are the reasons I think the re- reason uh, Niggas ain't traveling Now 
There is Luckily there's a lot of things Out there now You got Air Affordable Where you can put tickets On layaway You know what I'm saying There's no more excuses You got Airbnb Where you can get a room For nothing And all over the world You know what I'm saying So there's a lot of things Why brothers can travel now But I think those are the reasons Why they don't travel But I know this room Personally Me and Gerald Don't went to Six companies We have six seven We don't went to Cuba Senegal uh, Morocco uh, Goddamn Where else We don't went uh, Egypt Egypt Ethiopia Ethiopia. Like So me and Gerald We don't travel All over All Exactly So we, we don't travel All over Together But To the thing about There's single women Out there I ain't never traveled and connected with no single women that were just traveling to like that, like that. That's that's kind of like movie, mythical. and not from America. Yeah, yeah like uh, y'all, y'all ain't y'all ain't loose like that. Y'all probably be fucking with them niggas on on the resort. They're giving you the mm-hmm. massages, mm-hmm. but y'all ain't fucking with no nigga from goddamn Monroe. Right? When you see him in Africa, I tried, <laughs> but you like y'all ain't y'all ain't really. Right, y'all, when you get to Africa, they looking for them Tumbe. Exactly, exactly. So why like, you gonna go all the way to Africa to mess with me? And we both from I'm from Decatur, and you from Florida. I, I don't travel a lot. I'm just telling. I ain't never traveled to another country. Connected with some sisters from America And we walked Unless they was actually With my travel group It ain't never happened I don't yeah, yeah, you, That's a fact It don't happen like that Yeah it, it don't You gotta be A special individual In my life For me to peel off Five stacks yeah. And go 14 days on a rendezvous across these waters, man. I mean, that's some serious commitment. You right. know what I mean? It is. And and um I've did know, it I before. Just, yeah, I hadn't got to that place in my life just yet. But um, you know, hopefully it's a woman out there that's deserving of that. You know what I mean? But, I ain't gonna lie. The reason why I love Gerald, I say he's one of the most impressive girl dads I know. Every time we go to another country, he's a road dog, it's his daughter. Mm-hmm. She has been to every country with us. That's dope. It was so crazy. I was like, I was talk. I remember I was talking to her in Senegal. I said, "Boy, you don't even realize your daddy fucking you up." She was like, "What you mean?" I said, "Nigga, it's gonna be a dude you really like, and he gonna try to impress you with Myrtle Beach, <laughs> 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 and it's gonna fuck up the whole game. Like, and you gonna hurt his feelings because he think he's shining. Like, he think he's shining. And you this- see this Ferris wheel right here on the dirty beach." <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm talking about his daughter, and then that's just with him. She traveled with her mom and her grandma. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she got so, more holes in her passport, more stamps than I do. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's that's what's up, though, man. See the world, man. But I recommend it to anyone, regardless of your situation. If you gotta take somebody and not take anybody, but leave this country and travel the world and and see what's really going on. Anybody man. ever traveled with a woman overseas, like relation vacation? Um, no. Jamaica, yes. I did too. Uh, Abu Dhabi. And um, India So Abu Dhabi don't count Because she was already living over there Uh, She was working over there But we left Abu Dhabi and went to India Worst trip of my life (laughs) Why was it the worst (laughs) trip of your life? God dang So I get to Abu Dhabi Land And I hate Dubai and Abu Dhabi I'm just be real I'm not one of them black people that Like black people love going over there But they racist as hell to me Like when I landed I I got through secure Like I travel all the time So like I landed Went through the thing. You get your little uh, visa, all that stuff. I'm on the way out of the airport. I see the door right there. The guards, you know, overseas, they always got them guns. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. It's just like they got machine guns through the airport. I hate it. So, God dang, they walk up. Two of them walk up on me, and they don't speak English. So, they like, 
And they telling me to point in this room. They telling me to go in this room. I'm like, yo, like, what's up? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? So you know So they got there Let's have in the back room They point at my bag And open it up So I open it up So they like They going through my shit They using like the butt The like The rod of the gun Kind of flip through the clothes And oh, then after okay. it was done they just put it up, so it's like, like what? Who do you do? Like, who do I call? Right. Ken Nugent? Like, like right, 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 I'm in right, fucking right. Dubai. I'm in fucking Dubai. Like, every, like that was my first experience. Yeah, is that, that was my first experience. <laughs> and, and from there, I fucking hated that country. Yeah. Like from there, like you don't already ruined the move. You right don't there, ruin man. the whole fucking move. So, but I land, my phone don't work. Shout out to Sprint. No text. <laughs> <laughs> no texts. No nothing. It don't work. So um, my shit dead. So get what? You I don't turn it off. I don't, I'm I, I can't uh, use it. Uh-oh. It's no longer helpful to me. We fly. We go to India. I'm not using my phone like that. But now I see my. I didn't know now my phone works in India. Uh, so I'm in the shower. I'm in the shower, man. All of a sudden I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Man, my phone, all them texts start coming through. Bling, 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 bling. And they like, hey, hey I, I miss you. Hope you have a safe trip. And you know, some stuff ain't even really foul play. It's just all bad because you reading. She going through mm. my phone. Because I'm thinking I'm getting points because, you know, I got my phone laying around. Like, I ain't using it. Yeah, you got comfortable because it's like, because it don't work. This shit like you a paper put a face down in there. Bruh, man, she went through everything, man. She went out so bad. I remember the hotel was like, uh, the hotel were knocking on the door, and you know, you don't when you overseas, you, don't, you can't act up overseas. You the way just you don't do want to get caught up right. at all. Nothing. So, so I tell, I, I remember I walked out there. I like, I'm sorry, my wife, her mother just passed. <laughs> like she's irate right now. They were like, oh, we're so sorry, we're so sorry. <laughs> I was like, please give us time to get it together. Yeah, I remember. I remember having to hide my passport. She told me she was gonna burn my passport. Like I remember calling my mama, like, "Man, look, I need to get up out of here. Help me find a ticket." And my mama petty ass talking about, "You shouldn't be lying. That's why you need." To. <laughs> I'm like, it was just a horrible trip. But um, I got. I figured out the cure. The cure. Pride was her weakness. She always was prideful. She wanted to look good. She would argue in private, but in public, she wanted to have a face. So I went on live for the rest of the trip. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to act up, everybody going to see this. Hey, look, I was on Facebook live for 18 hours a day. <laughs> we had the greatest relationship for the rest of the trip. That was like a hostage tactic. You got to let people know. So, yeah, that's why I don't do it no more. But I, can but I, I will do it. I got a, I got a, I got a friend down there. If she want to go travel, I'm going to travel. Can I say one more thing about why, why uh, theory I have about why black men don't travel? Um. I feel being in this country as a black man, we already feel like under scrutiny or whatever. And our sort of our masculinity and identity here is un- at risk. So we have these feelings that we walk around feeling like we're not the masters of our domain. So I think a lot of black men have a, a insecurity about even traveling to another country because they don't feel in control in their own country. So let alone have the confidence to go someplace else. And I think in contradistinction to black women, black women have to deal with that as well. But they don't have the ego built around being vulnerable that I feel like black men do. So I feel like if you don't have the, the issue with the child support or the felonies and you don't have the issue of needing the, the, the money, like you <laughs> like because some dudes rather just buy some Jordans than a, than a passport to give them freedom and access to the world. 
but yeah, I, th- I feel that I feel like they probably won't say this or articulate or may even be aware of it. But I think there's a issue of insecurity about putting themselves out at risk in another country that don't speak the language. Like it's a big step that they have to take. Xavier, Xavier said he disagree with you. Yeah, yeah I, I hear that, man. But what I'm thinking though is it, not. I I think. It's not even that. I think it's a problem with us as black men properly planning. Sometimes <coughs> us that, as black men, we don't plan ahead. You know, we like to live by the moment. And that's why you see these girl groups going on all these trips man, while we still I trying agree. to plan. While me and my partner still trying to plan the trip to Savannah let me and tell, we, for three years. Let me, tell, right? let me tell you why I know that. I just did my brother's... My brother's uh, a bachelor party in Vegas. Before I did my brother, we did my homeboy Porter. So, in the group, we start the group with everybody that's coming. Yo, this is the date. This is how much the deposit is. That thing, you know, <laughs> came for all Porter shit. It was only four niggas. Uh-huh. So then, my brother, he started holding the group for his. So we like, yo, this is how much the deposit is. This is how we gonna go. Get how many went. Four niggas Like Like And look But the thing is If it's your girl Like that's why Couple trips You see a lot of Couple trips Cause your girl Ain't gonna play that shit Like you ain't gonna Wanna goddamn go to sleep If that If you know you If you know your girl Missed this trip You know your life Gonna be hell nigga So your ass save You give her the money Like he go He go that Oh it was that 150 deposit, baby. <laughs> like, so, you know, that's just, you know, yeah. women make us better. They travel. But there are some brothers that's out there killing it. Yeah. Uh, you go hashtag uh, black and abroad. Mm-hmm. You'll see brothers traveling. Uh, you know and, what? And for culture, because there's also a stereotype. Like, black men will travel for a, a different, I don't want to say, because I've seen, I'm in the travel groups, and whenever the men talk about this, like, the women get on edge about it. But, yeah, there are men. It's like a handful of places that men will travel, black men will travel to. And Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. Brazil. Dominican uh, Republic. Dominican DR. Bahamas probably. And, ba- and look, because the economy is pussy. And let's just be real about it. Let's just be real. So if they just go into those places, I will say this. There are black <laughs> men that are here that will travel for culture and for experiences, but. Yeah, I'm trying to look. I'm out here. I'm advocating for you. I'm trying to get my black brothers to get out here and travel. I talk a lot of junk, but I, I can honestly say I've never bought no pussy outside the country. <laughs> but, but, but in Monroe, <laughs> the dollar law in Monroe. <laughs> but off of Glenwood on a lonely night. <laughs> hey, look, look, man. I ain't gonna lie. I be, I be scared, man. I be talking all that shit. We be on the boat. We be on like because Jared will tell you every time I would go to Africa, bro. I get to perform. Yeah, he jump on somebody's stage, bro, man. He, he like uh, I'm a superstar. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. man. <laughs> I, 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 we, we sitting up in the club, Morocco. I'm talking to the young lady. She, you know, from another country. Kind of find out she was a singer or something. Anyway, and I look up on stage. I, I recognize her voice. I look up on stage. My boy Everett's putting on a full blown show in front of the whole crew up in the club, man. I like, man, that's my boy. Hey, man, like they they, they rock, they rock for real. They rock with me in Africa, man. But yeah. for real, and then I be having shot and be trying to jump down, but I be scared, bro. I ain't gonna yeah. lie, yeah. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm talking about it was one shot in Senegal, bro. You remember the one by the pool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, she was on me. I was like, baby, I can't do it, man. I just, I just be thinking, man, they gonna kick in my dough, mm-hmm. take me, like, man. I'm like, nah, dog, nah. Uh, uh, bro. Anything, I, I don't do anything to jeopardize my right. freedom and mm-hmm. my my freedom in a foreign country, man. It's just you can't do it, bro. You don't know the laws. You don't, you know you hear things about they might 
cane you for. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want that story to get back yeah. to your mama about why you ain't come back home. Exactly. So that's why. So I think that again to the sister. I think there are men that traveling. My suggestion to get a vacation. You know what I'm saying? If you are in a position and you got it, and there's a brother that you fucking with, sponsor the trip. My thing is, a lot of y'all don't. A lot of I say this all the time. A lot of sisters don't need more money; they need more love. You know what I'm saying? So, so at the end of the day, so at the, you got plenty of that. <laughs> so, so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, just like us, if I really just if you enjoy this dude, his company, and you want to spend some time, and you got it, it's not gonna hurt your bills. Flew him out. Like the only thing, if it's not gonna hurt your pocket, it's not gonna hurt your bills. You got it. That means to tell me the only thing is hurting is your ego and pride. Ego. Mm-hmm. So if you set your ego and pride aside, go on your little vacation. Have a good time. I'll let you take a picture of all your food and none of me. <laughs> my like, nigga, you, my got, elbow. you ain't got to tell your little shoulder. <laughs> like, you ain't got to tell nobody you did it. But enjoy your time, baby. That's my suggestion. Shit. All right, next question. Why older black men think um, that getting a younger woman and then her end up pregnant, that that's fair to the child because now you're going to be halfway dead by the child grow up. Come on. First of all, come on, man. Hey, look, we only got one older nigga in here. <laughs> so he fell hit. I'm a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hurt me. I'm gonna be halfway dead. I'm in good shape, baby. If I'm good enough to make it, make the baby. I'm good enough. I ain't about to die because I done made a baby with a young woman. You know what I mean? Come on now. Y'all, you about to make me get back in the baby making game just to prove you wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on now. He halfway dead because I had a baby with a young girl. Can you still have babies? Huh? <laughs> hey, look. We no, need be mad go- at me because I can still have a baby. You know what I'm saying? Man. Look here, man. Yeah, that sounds like some real inner hurt, bro. Question. It's it's not enough kids out here being raised by anybody like from the old school, bro. Like everybody's being raised by kids nowadays in our generation. So But that was yeah. real logical of you to say. I mean I'm being serious. I was raised around old people. Like my both of my parents are in their sixties right now, and I appreciate that. But it's not a lot of people, even people I went to high school with, they were all raised by their grandmothers, aunts, big mamas, whatever you want to call them. Right. And you don't see that in our generation like that anymore. It's very rare. Parents and kids listen to the same trap music. Yeah. Grandmother is thirty five years old. So so my thing is I I hear that question and I want to say something. I want to say a couple of things to that. So number one, um, most older men have their things together, man. They have their life in order. Uh, They have their insurance. So guess what? If that older man gets you pregnant and he passed away, more than likely he's left a legacy for you and your and and your child. You know what I mean? I said, but but reverse to that. But reverse of that, you go out here and have a baby by a young street cat and that guy get killed and we trying to run up and down, call L to do a podcast so we can do fish fry so we can bury this brother. So if you understand in life, man, generational wealth come from life insurance policies, we got to do that. We got to build that for our children. So I don't think the question should have been directed to older men having babies by a young woman. 
uh, the the question should have been why do our young women go get these street dudes and not set them up for success, putting them in life insurance and all, setting their kids up for the support of that kid if that guy go out there and get killed. You know what I mean? So that's that's the more powerful question to ask versus an older person having uh, babies with a young. I'm girl. also a firm believer it takes a village to raise a child too. So most likely that older cat is going to have a village in their background. So I'm and, always down for that. And the great honorable Elijah Muhammad said, as black men, we should get half our age plus seven. That the first time I, I was happy to do math because I was trying to figure out what age my wife was supposed to be. So what was your age? Mine is 23. It changed every year now, but I like that formula. But um, to add another point to it, a lot of times to go back to, um, to take it back to the other uh, question about the sister saying, how come it's so hard for women um, to get a date? 34. And then... Um, us saying like how <laughs> he looking up the number <laughs> and also men with our frustrations with dating a lot of times early on when you're, when you're in youth men and women young women are more valued because we broke when we young we just starting <laughs> off we can't treat you and do everything that we can now you age you you gain access you become more attractive as a man you get a couple of grades in your hand women be like oh salt and pepper whatever now you have the resources to actually treat a woman the way you wanted to do when you all you had was youth and some six packs so now those young women are still attractive to us i ain't, I ain't never grow up and being like i can't wait to get one of these golden girls so I just did. because I know you a different breed right there, bro. The more ladies, I am no, I am Blanche. no hotter than I get when I go to Compound on a Saturday night when some hot wrap up in there, man. You know what I mean? Right. Young things be trying to holler at your boy, man. I say, ah, can't do it, can't do it, but I will do it. So. So, so that, so that sister, you know, one, black men do that because the young black women are targeting older black men, and they got that good good, <laughs> and it just is what it is. And he got that pension money. Yeah, so it's a transactional exchange right there. Yeah, so you know, for a young guy like me, I hate it because you know I'm missing out. But you know, shout out to the older men that can handle business. It's coming your way one day. And also yeah. too, the, the older you get, the slower your pullout game be. Your reflexes ain't as good. Hey, look, so that that's about the older men having a babies, but they getting that good clinch. <laughs> All right, man, this has been good. It's been good, man. We got uh, one thing that we always do on the black, uh, why black man why, and it's one of the most important. Questions What does a black man Have to say To the world You got one message You can leave the world With as a black man I'm gonna start With my honored guest My new friend I just met Reggie Hey man you a cool brother dog. Appreciate you bro This is an example Of what I be trying To tell people When people be like Like When I say black men Really do be like Looking out for each other And be rocking I just met this brother Last night man So you know That's that's how we do Around here brother Appreciate you bro I hope we connected now so one thing I would have to say, um, you know, I've been seeing a lot, especially coming up through Sumter County in South Carolina, a lot of black people use the excuse of, oh, we black, we'll never get nowhere. Mm-hmm. Bro, just because the government against us, you are literally your true roadblock. So fuck with the white man or the white woman. I mean, I'm talking about the ones who are oppressing black people. 
if you were the one is stuck inside of that little pit, like the, what do they call that, a crab bucket or something like that, and you just can't get out, mm-hmm. I mean, you only have the options when you stop looking. So all I can say is just put your head down, keep your head down, and just keep on moving. Because once you stop, I mean, you really just have no purpose in this earth anymore. So just keep going, bro. Keep going. Get out of that city, wherever it is that you're from. Go date, shoot your shot, whatever the case may be. Just do something and just be a contributor to society. Alright, take that What you got there? Yeah, just to piggyback off of that uh, Just know your worth um, As a black man um, And and step it up Actually step into your identity And, and who you are and who you want to be And uh, not just take life so uh, cavalierly um, We're here for a purpose You're here for a purpose You matter to people And um, out there to the sisters who uh, Thank you for your questions And uh I'll, I'll say this I know a lot of sisters Feel like men uh, Take y'all for granted Or whatever But when I'm in uh, Company with um, Black men Brothers like Like this We actually looking out For y'all um, It may not come off that way And we don't have All the answers It's confusing On, on both ends But just know There are black men That are working To uh, make y'all proud And uh, make everybody proud And to live in, uh, Step into our full legacy So that's what I gotta say Yeah I'll go there Xavier Okay all right, so uh, one big thing, man. Um, as a black man, as black men, we need to realize that we need to add value to people's lives. Um, so it's either two things you're doing in this life period. You're either adding value to someone's life or you're taking value away. Uh, so be that guy. Be that man. Be that person that add value to somebody's life instead of taking value away. Uh, you'll live longer, uh, healthier. You'll be more happy than, you know, as a result. And again, if you see a young brother that's down, uh, reach out to him. Hold your hand out. Again, add value to that young brother's life because that that young brother could be the very next president of the United States or a CEO of a company. That's all I have. What's up, young one? <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be real hard to follow that with some profound. So I'm just gonna say. Uh, <laughs> Oh, this has been a day. Uh, black is beautiful, man. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> cutting this shit out, bro. This shit, all this will be edited out. <laughs> and to all my brothers out there, don't trick off on Sundays. Let that be the Sabbath day, man. Take it for yourself. Wisdom, wisdom. My brother. To the OG, the old one that halfway dead. <laughs> halfway, halfway dead. <laughs> Si High the Prince got a song, uh, No Dope on Sunday. You, you, you hit the Si High? Yeah, yeah, yeah we fuck Si Okay, all right. But uh, on the real, though, man, just to wrap up kind of the questions that were asked, man, about us traveling, uh, having babies with younger women. Uh, what was the other question? The other uh, question was like uh, the root canal. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The root, the root canal, man. Um, basically, it, as an older gentleman, I want to treat everyone with respect um i want to be the best that i can be i want to share the knowledge that i have and being an older person and 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 getting uh, these younger brothers to understand what it's really like out here man you know what i mean what the future holds you know what i mean mm-hmm. and um it's about family it's about love i'm as a lover of love it's about love 
it's about uh, treating the women with respect. And, and, and once you do that, what I found is that they treat you with respect. You know what I mean? You know, I know Megan the Stallion and all that crazy going on out there, but that ain't really who these women are. That ain't really who these women want to be, man. They want to be loved and and and, and cherished and, and treated good, man. Not my generation. Oh, 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 hey, I don't know, dog. Yeah, like, okay, we we okay. might have to cut this okay. shit out too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, okay, okay. hey, look, hey, man, it's Sunday, okay. man. My, it's Sunday, man. My pastor, man, uh, yeah. uh, Bishop Future says she belongs to the streets. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, I, I understand that. Y'all, I'm pretty sure I get flack back from y'all. Y'all have my age up in here, you know. And probably when I was y'all age, I probably had y'all attitude. That's why your but, young girls going yeah, to you now. That's but, why the young girls going right to you. Keep living, bro. Keep, that's all my grandfather said all the time, man. Just keep living, and um, you know, you'll see how things work out for you, man. But. But shout out to this podcast, man, and you brothers, man. Y'all, y'all the bomb out here, man. You know. Hey, man, Jerry, man, I appreciate you, bro. South Africa, mate. Nah, we on, man, baby. I wish I could go. Yeah, man, we gonna, we gonna be. You know, I'm a, I'm a little, I'm excited, but I'm not excited about South Africa. Like, you know, like, you know, yeah. we just used to not seeing white people in West Africa. So, like, when we went to Senegal, we probably seen about three the whole trip white people. Three the whole trip. When we went to Morocco, we probably seen about fifty black people. Right. You know what I mean. Right. When right. we went to Ethiopia, we probably seen another three white people. Right. You right. know, in Egypt. We, you know, I don't know what kind they are in Egypt. They kind of, yeah, you know, they so. different kind of black folk over there. But you know, but, and, but yeah, though it's interesting traveling the world though. And it's like a black neighborhood that's like specifically in South Africa where they consider the hood. But it's mm-hmm. like yeah. Johannesburg. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> so, I forgot what the name was called. So, so we about to go, man. We gonna we gonna go rock with it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, May, yeah, no doubt. May 30th to June 11th. Check my IG. It's gonna be goddamn crazy. That's right. That's right. Um, but I ain't gonna lie. This 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 episode kind of inspired me, man. You know, I really want to start organizing some brothers to travel, man. If I put some trips together for the brothers, man, y'all would come down. Y'all say, say less, man. Y'all, y'all want to do one next year? Y'all want to try to do? Y'all want to try to do one this year? Let's do it next. Let's, let's, let's plan it right. Let's plan it right. Plan next year. I'm planning it right. It's gonna be right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do something for the brothers, man. What, what you thinking about going? I don't know, man. What's them uh, pussy shit? <laughs> <laughs> the pussy gunners? <laughs> nah, nah. Now I, I don't know whether I want to like start the brothers off slow, you know what I'm saying? Like, or do I want to give them something great? You, you can hit them with that carnival in uh, Brazil. Brazil, man. that what I was I was thinking. Or about that. if that's too intimidating, I'm trying to get the uh, Carabana in Toronto. I heard that's a, that's, that's a, that's a, vibe a good too. One. Yep, and that's yeah. right across the water, right there. I'm a y'all. Don't, I accept the challenge. I'm a, I'm gonna put together a trip for the brothers. Y'all right? here now? Yeah. Mark this episode. I'm come back to it because. I'm looking for some good brother to travel. Every time I try to get my my homies to go, you know, excuse here, excuse it's there. Like a competition, yeah. man. It's like the Olympics. Get on the payment plan, plan man. Black people, man. Payment plan, boom. Put some money aside because you know it's hard to come up with them stacks. You know, yeah. like that. That's why yeah. I'm gonna probably do it for next year. But like, yeah. I might do like it just to warm it up. We might do a domestic trip this we might year. Do Miami? Just to warm it up. <laughs> South Beach. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> we going to Miami. They asked the dev guy. <laughs> 
Or I do a Vegas too I do a Vegas So here got my last uh, feedback On the way out First of all To the brothers man I appreciate y'all For coming in For the Why Black Man Why Thank y'all for being authentic Thank y'all for being transparent And thank for y'all for being truthful To the sisters That sent in the questions If I did not get to your question Don't worry baby We got other volumes coming up Volume 6 We might get next to you um, and just thank you all my listeners for tuning in to Just Elders Podcast. I would like to give a round of applause because we are officially at our 30th episode. Make some noise for that. Make some oh, noise man. for that. 30, that's what's up. 30, 30 weeks in a row, nonstop, nothing but amazing content. Big shout out to my producer, my label, Keith of New Voices Production. Y'all know what I'm saying? We out here. We doing our thing. See y'all next week.